That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From CBS News, this is The Takeout with Major Garrett. Welcome to your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. I'm Major Garrett. Uh, Bourbon Steak is our wonderful host for this episode. Phenomenal steak. Uh, our special guest, Boston Celtic Center Ennis Cantor. Uh, had the Atlantic char that's very Ooh, uh, seasonal it. compliant, you know, <laughs> with his nutrition regimen. I've got my New York steak and lots of Brussels sprouts and uh, cauliflower. That's keto compliant, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's a hint there. Uh, anyway, we were talking about the association, and it's endlessly fascinating for me, and I think for any sports fan in America. And look, I'm a sports fan, folks. I don't hide that. We will we we sort of weave sports into this program on occasion when we have someone who not only is involved in sports but involved in politics. And we had a long conversation about Ennis's involvement in politics, but I just want to talk about the association. So, um, you've played playoff games, right? Oh yeah, and. That is sort of where I think the casual American basketball fan tunes in. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you've got the heavy heavyweight fans, but America sort of, oh, it's the playoffs now. Let's let's pay attention. How much different is that atmosphere in a playoff game as compared to a regular season game? I would say it's like an AU game against a college game. You know, it's because like, 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 regular season, you got 82 of them, you know. But, like, if it's like a really good game, like, you know, it's like a rivalry, like us against – the Sixers or mm-hmm. like like something good like a ESPN game, people of course watches it. But like the other games, I don't think really people pay attention to it a lot. Right. Unless, unless if you're like a really diehard fan. But like when the playoff comes, it's like you lose, you go home. You know. So that's why I mean I was like when the playoff time comes, it's like the players are more focused and you know the fans are of course like it tones in and it just it just it becomes really really fun. Mm-hmm. And you see it in the other players' eyes. Oh yeah, of course. Like you, you see on everybody's, the whole organization just locks in for that, you know, one month or two months of period. Is like okay, this is all about the playoffs. So, anyone who's ever played sports um, knows that warm ups are a time possibly to psych out your opponent or send a message. Yes. What are shoot arounds like in the association? I mean, like in the playoffs, yeah. are those different? Like. You're trying to send a signal. Your, your, your body language, you're doing something there that's trying to convey something. Do you pay attention to that or you just try to stay so totally focused on where you're zoned in? I mean, just so just before, especially if it's a playoffs, especially because like, you're so focused on like every little detail, you know, just you don't even see nothing. You just focus on your opponent, you, you focus on. The, who, who you're gonna guard that night? You right. just focus on like their plays, everything. So you just you don't even see even if they put their whole arm in the rim. You're like, you know what? I got you. I know what your weaknesses are. You know. Okay. So you look like you because you have to know everything about him. Walk my audience through that preparation. Is that video? Is that statistics? Is it analytics? What is it? Lots of videos because like one. Like I say, it's a seven-game series, right? Right. And you lose. You cannot make no mistake. You lose, you go home. So it's like you have to be pay attention. Before the – I remember before the playoff series, they gave you like a like a book. 
in every player what their free throw percentage, what their weaknesses, what their strength. Do they what like their first to, move is? Oh yeah, like to go right, which, go which left, hand. right, left, right hand. You know, it's just it's very so you, you go home, you study that, you come back, you watch videos. You know, you you just do a lot of a lot of study. But just because oh, it's a playoff time, you're already in really good shape. So you don't need to just go out there and just, you know, just work extra hard. But, like, you know, you just it's just lots about studying the game. Tell my audience about the importance of <clears throat> elite athletes and not only their individual psychology mm-hmm. but their team psychology. Yes. Because I, you've got elite athletes who rely on themselves and need to rely on themselves mm-hmm. in every instant, and right. they have maximum confidence—confidence oh, confidence yeah. of the kind I can't even conceptualize. Right. But they also have to humble themselves and integrate yeah. themselves in a team. I mean, l- l- like I said again, if you want to become a successful, first of all, you have to stay hungry and humble, and you cannot forget it is not about you; it is about the team because it's not an individual sport. The sacrifice, I feel like, is the most important thing. Do you, you know, when you are having a good game, but when your team is losing, you cannot be happy. Or, you cannot or, be happy. Or you cannot be happy. But if you're ever having a bad game and if your team is winning, you have to be happy with them, you know? So, so, so this is not about you. It is about the team. And it is uh, just because it is about the team, it's all about winning. It's all about going out there and just fighting together, you know? Just give yourself 100%, focus on what you do, uh, focus on, and just... I feel like it's just, you know, we all we all NBA players. We're going to go out there and score the ball. But I think the uh, the locker room chemistry is so important because it makes you a better friend and that translates to makes you a better teammate on the court. Coaches talk all the time about the importance of defense. And there is a theory that NBA basketball doesn't spend a lot of time working on defense. Oh my god, that's a lie. Because they've been criticized my my defense in like last nine years. They said, "Oh, he's really good at rebound or offense, but he needs to work on his defense." What is deep? What is good defense, and how important is it winning day to day, and certainly in the playoffs? You know, people say, "I'm of course offense is who uh, wins games, but defense brings a championship." But I think you know just like. Like I said, I mean, if you are, if you f- focus on the defense, if you get stops, if you, you know, it just demoralizes the other team, you know. Mm-hmm. But of course, and the scoring is so fun and everything, but it just, I feel like defense side where it's all uh, accomplished and you're just going to go out there and just have fun. Tell my audience what a 50-50 ball is on the court. Ah, <sighs> So a 50-50 ball is, I mean, so when, say there's a loose ball, right? Right. You die for the ball. And he does for the ball, and he just it just the ball fumbles, and the the, the refs calls. Yep, fifty fifty. So you have to have a, a jump ball right. for uh. So but fighting for it. that and tenaciously getting that is part of your team psychology. It's part oh, of yeah. your team momentum. It's like it's like you have to leave everything on the court, man. Because because like when you go home, you always like think about man, what I what I could have done better. Right. What I, what I didn't done. die for. When I yeah, didn't. Yeah. Why die. did I do this? Why did I do that? So like you just like. So game ends like eleven. You, you you go to bed at twelve, but you go to sleep at two o'clock. Right. Because you think so much. You're like, man, I should have done this. I should have do this, done this. So it's like it's like you cannot you cannot leave the court with any regrets. You know, just leave everything on the court. So we have three threshold questions, Ennis, that we ask every single guest on this program, okay. and um, you can take them in whatever order I give them to you. And they're very light. They're very they're they're all about you. They're all about you, and that's why our audience loves them. So your all time favorite movie or one of your favorite movies. Okay. Uh, a book you would describe as very influential in your life. Mm-hmm. And 
if you're as you are in the NBA on a long flight, what kind of music, oh, artist okay. or genre are you most likely to listen to? So my favorite probably movie of all time is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. The first one? <laughs> no, all of it. All of them. Okay. I love all of it. I you love know? The, yeah, the Harry it Potter just, series. Yeah. It just that that series just I mean I I watched it when I was when I was a kid in Turkey. And did you find as many Harry Potter fans do that it got darker and darker as we got deeper into that? Uh, I mean, just kids. Of course, kids start the watching when right. when you come to like the you know the Harry Potter six, seven, and seven for one and two. It's just like of course like there was enough for kids, but like I I love it, man. You know, I watched it when I was in Turkey. I still watch it. In the planes, what kind of music I listen to is so like <laughs> so I chose my teammates, right? Right. They put a one big speaker on and whatever they listen, I have That's to I have to, to listen to that. <laughs> and it's mostly there's lots of cussing in there, there's right, lots little, of bad good, words. A lot of rap, lot, right. I don't even understand the words. Hip hop you know, rap. Most of the time it's yeah. just a very heavy, very like a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling, a <laughs> lot of you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? right? The the books I I'm I'm trying to read is I lo- I read a lot of you know poems poems yes really? I do I do read a lot of poems I actually used to write the Turkish poems interesting yes I used to write the you should Turkish have those poems. published I bet you could find oh, someone man. who would publish those so I, I don't know when you if you translate them in English I don't know how they're going to sound so I'm well like, I I'm bet like, you I bet you if you had them published in Turkish outside of Turkey. They'd be a phenomenon. Yeah. yeah so I'm, 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 yeah, probably. Considering not your in platform and your visibility. Yeah. Not in Turkey right not now. Not in Turkey. That's, <laughs> because of all the things we discussed. But. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I do literally a lot of, you know, palm books and it's, um, I love it. That's fantastic. Yeah. And Iskanter, it's been a great pleasure. I really appreciate it. it Thank you so much for your time. All the best to you. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank I'm Major you. Garrett. Check us out next week. We'll see you. New episodes of The Takeout are available Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. The Takeout is produced by Arden Farid, Jamie Benson, Sarah Cook, and Ellie Watson. CBSN production by Eric Susanen and Grace Seegers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, visit TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News Radio. If you like The Takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. 
But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.